0: Don't spend more than 10% of your income on a car. That's the advice we will discuss on today's show. And, considering I own two cars on their way out of commission, I think this is a great time to talk about it. This is a show about financial planning, with a particular focus on... The issues facing those close to or living in retirement. Each week, our host Dan Wendell will share his expertise in retirement planning in a fun and down-to-earth format. Now, let's begin another episode of Dolphin Financial Radio. Hello, and welcome to another Dolphin Financial Radio. With me, Dan Wendell, owner of the Dolphin Financial Group. Back with me this week is Tony Shore. We missed you last week, Tony, but you're back, and. To celebrate your return, we're going to go and talk about an article that you brought to the table. Yeah. And, uh, but how are you doing, by the way?
1: I, I've i been good, you know, uh, just dealing with family issues, as you know, but, uh, the wife and kids are doing great works going well. You know, I really can't complain. Uh, just busy, 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 you know, and, and uh, dealing with while you
0: that. Were, I'm sorry to interrupt, but while you were gone, You were gone because you were taking care of your parents. Yep. And we did a show on caring for our parents. Wow. So, yeah, yeah. if you haven't gotten a chance to listen to it, I suggest that.
1: Yeah, I actually did, and it it was actually right on the money uh, of what I'm dealing with with my mom and dad right now. So uh, we had to put my mom into transitional care in in a nursing home, an assisted Mm -hmm. living facility, and with that $8,000 bill uh, a month, uh, figuring wow. out how that's going to get covered. Yeah, $8,000 a month. And I know we've talked about this topic so much on the show, and that's not what we're going to talk about today, but uh, we'll have to see how this goes. I'll probably have some more insight. We'll have to do an update on that uh, here okay. in a few months.
0: Yeah, if you don't mind sharing your personal tra- you know, trials and tribulations.
1: Yeah, no, it's actually good to. It's cathartic, you know, to talk about it. And yeah, uh, for sure, yeah, I know you've talked about yours on the show before, healthcare issues and things. So, uh, but today I'm excited because, yeah, I know you're in the market for a new vehicle. Um, That's right. Well, yeah, you were. <laughs> we were late for a recording because your car broke down. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> you in didn't want to get into yeah, that in the
0: past. In the past, not yes. this time. <laughs> not this time. Yeah. What we're going to do, we're going to revisit a show we did earlier this year called Buy Used, Retire Early. Remember that one? Yep. And I was touting the benefits of having a 13-year-old vehicle.
1: Yeah, you were. <laughs> Let's see well, how that's not going. not so
0: much anymore. Yeah. I My <laughs> car broke down, so I had to take it to the shop. And I borrowed my wife's car that day. And on the way home from work, I T-boned a guy on US-19 that cut me off. Oh no! Uh huh. So my wife's car is got like four or five thousand dollars of damage on it. My neck hurts, so I think this is a perfect time to talk about buying a car. Right?
1: Oh no! I didn't know about that accident, Dan, or your mm-hmm. neck. I, I, are you okay?
0: Well, I'm. We'll see. I, I, eventually, it will go away. I I would assume. Well, wow. I'm hoping.
1: I know you're but, not Mister Litigious, but I I smell a lawsuit.
0: No, <laughs> uh, no, I'm not. Yeah, that's not my cu- cup of tea,
1: as it I know. were. Um,
0: I know. So you sent this article to me, knowing that it would get me riled up. But yep. What, do you have? Do you have the article in front of you? Can I do. You read. Can you read the title in your best radio voice?
1: Oh, in my best radio voice. And
0: and this is a CNBC article by Sam Dozen of Financial Samurai or something like that. Um, but I like the title.
1: Yeah, it's Sam Sam Dogan. Uh, I believe it's Dogan, uh, no, and yeah, yes. he has uh, uh, basically a, a web presence called a blog called Financial Samurai. But CNBC has a Make It section, which is really good. And this one is: Never spend more than this much of your income on a car, says millionaire finance expert.
0: All right, so the way I read that now, my dad being an English teacher. I think millionaire finance expert means he's not a millionaire that's a finance expert. I think that's what it's implying. But I think what he's saying is he's an expert for millionaires.
1: Yes, he's an advisor <laughs> to wealthy individuals. I actually think that's what they mean. It's not worth. That's a poorly worded headline.
0: Yeah, well, either way, never spend more than this much. So how much is this much, Tony? Drum roll. All
1: right. You want it me is. to say it or are you going to say it? It's. I'm
0: going to say it. Okay. We're keeping the listeners on the hook <laughs> because it's kind of depressing because everyone's going to be like, what?
1: It is, yeah.
0: No more than 10% of gross annual income. Wow. Boom, mic drop. Yeah. All right, so let's get into this.
1: Well, that means if you make uh, $42,000 a year, you can only spend $4,200 max on a car.
0: Right. And that's not $4,200 a year on a car. It's $4,200 on a new car.
1: Total. Purchase. Yeah. Right? Right. So, so you're buying used for sure at that point. Well, aren't those... <laughs> what are those little <laughs>
0: those little tiny cars?
1: Like a little Although, uh, a, a little Yaris I'm, or smart car? There's still more money than that.
0: So. I will... <laughs> the new new trend i've seen my my sons are asking about the longboards oh yeah the the yep. long skateboards yep <laughs> those are cheaper um how about and more the- da-
1: they're they're as dangerous as a car i've heard my son had a longboard
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, it, yeah. I don't. Maybe I shouldn't. We talk when I talk about health insurance here. Yeah, that's that's another
1: episode. The long-born <laughs> um, discussion.
0: What about I, I, if you look down the article? I don't want to spoil it for everyone that wants to read it, but in, there's an infographic that shows different cars you can get at different ranges. I see the word moped on there. Yeah, twice. The word scooter, moped is listed. Scooter, scooter,
1: moped, city bus. Right. Right. Okay. So let's get into
0: this. So, <laughs> I. So it is an interesting article, though, Tony. We did talk about how buying used can help you retire early. We did a whole show on that. I recommend anyone that hasn't heard it, go listen to that because there's some good tips on there. But this one is very specific and it's no more than 10% of gross annual income. And th- the theory is that people just, they just spend too much time, too, too much money on cars. Right. And they don't realize the total cost of right. owning a car.
1: And yeah, nobody thinks about the total cost when they buy a car.
0: Right. They're looking at the price tag. Oh, okay. This is this much. And, uh, you know, but then again, like, uh, do you, all right. 10% of income. So even someone that's on a hundred thousand dollar income, $10,000 for a car, you just not, it's not, I, you know, like this is where it gets a little tricky. Like, what are we supposed to be buying here? Yeah, That's the problem.
1: Well, yeah, hundred. This according to this article, if you make between a dollars and $200,000 in household income, that would be you and your spouse if you're married uh, or uh, have a spouse, that would be mean you'd only be able to get either your, the most you could get for new vehicles would be a Mazda 3, a Toyota Yaris, one of those tiny little ones, a Kia Rio, or a motorcycle.
0: <laughs> motorcycle. Talk about you know if you want to retire early, just get a motorcycle and drive on 19. You you'll be dead. <laughs> yeah, you would. You know?
1: Yeah, yeah, you would be. Yeah, that's dangerous. So, uh, yeah, when I saw motorcycle, I'm like, well, that's not a viable mode of transportation as far as day to day. But uh, some people do it depending on my kids climate. would like it yeah. to go to
0: soccer practice. The twins.
1: Yeah, dangerous, get a little sidecar. Dangerous though. I love motorcycles as much as the next guy, but wow, uh, yeah, yeah. you drive them uh, in certain. If you want to avoid certain areas. <laughs> so anyway, this article, Dan, it's crazy because a lot of people, most people, spend way more than that.
0: Right, and the and the article points out that m- median income earners, the average income earner, um, they that buy median price cars are essentially spending eighty percent of their gross salary, eighty percent. Wow. Wow. Um, really think about it, you know, like, so when my, so my wife's minivan, I uh, was driving, that's the one that got hit. That's in the shop right now. So we had to rent a car. So I said, well, let's just rent the equivalent so that, you know, insurance and all that will cover it. So we rented the equivalent, which is a minivan. I went to pick it up with my wife and, um, I show up and they say, Oh, we don't have a minivan. And I'm like, Oh geez. And now what, now what? And, um, He's like, we have a Tahoe, and my wife's like, sure, we'll take that, and he's, I'm like, what? I don't even know what the Tahoe was, right? <laughs> um, and I come to find out it's a giant boat on wheels, and so That's a my big wife's like, vehicle. Yeah, we'll take it, and he's like, oh, but it's not clean. We have to clean it. She's like, I'll wait, and I just look at her. I'm like, you know something. What's going on right now? I don't know what's going on. Oh, no. So so I have a friend that runs a car auction, big one here in Pinellas County, mm-hmm. and so I talked to him about cars. He's a car guy, but he sees he you know, he oversees the buying and selling of thousands of cars every week. Oh, wow. And so he knows all these cars. So I said, to to know, so I get a text from him a couple of days later. Hey, sorry about the car accident. I heard, um, I'm looking at Chevy Tahoe's for you, for your wife. (laughs) (laughs) So the word got around the street that my wife wants a new car. And I said to him, out of curiosity, what are we looking at here? He's like, oh, probably at least sixty thousand.
1: <gasps> sixty thousand?
0: Yeah. I said, What about a used one? He's like, Oh, maybe forty if you don't get all the bells and whistles and Oh. I said, What where what? You know? So this is gonna be the most expensive accident I've ever never been in, you know? Like I <laughs> So So this idea of spending ten percent of your income, I mean, what? So Let's I think that's my big problem right now is no one's doing that. I mean I, I do it. I, I recommend it. So but let's talk about some of these other things. He says there are five different things that cost you besides the the sticker price. So this is somewhat useful. And I think this can be said about everything, you know, that you buy. But looking at a car in particular, the first thing that you have to look at besides the price is the maintenance Um, insurance. People that buy a car usually, they usually finance it. So you have to pay for the interest. Um, Sometimes they get a warranty, that kind of thing. So it's not just about that sticker price. You got to pay the interest on a loan and also insurance and just gas, you know? so. You buy a big car like that, like my wife's all interested in this Tahoe. I'm sure it's not a good on gas mileage.
1: Uh You're the no, expert it's on huge. No, no, it's huge.
0: You I would say you you made out on gas mileage when you purchased your car.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I really did. I, I have a Chevy Volt. So uh a lot of times I don't I can go a month without using any gas.
0: Pretty nice. So that that needs to be factored in. But I think most people understand that. Um, a one another factor that they're suggesting why you don't want to spend a lot is uh, because the opportunity cost. Number two, opportunity cost. Um, instead of putting forty thousand dollars into a car, what if you put that into paying down some other debt, or buying stocks, or saving for college? Opportunity cost. Well, I need a car. I need I need something reliable. I don't want to be driving around in a jalopy like you, Dan. Um, <laughs> well, you know, um, but if it means you can't save for your retirement, maybe you do. Yeah. Now I'm not talking about buying a, a box that's going to collapse on you, um, but you know what I mean. Yeah. The opportunity cost is big. I don't think um, I don't think people factor that in as much as they should.
1: Yeah. Or maintenance. I mean, you do have to figure in maintenance and taxes, title and licensing, make sure that's included in the price. I mean, there's a lot to consider and really you need to try to keep all that within 10% of your income, but that's going to be hard for most people to do. Um, especially if they want to buy new, I mean, I, I just think, I think buying brand new cars is crazy. I mean, unless you have, you know, if you're worth, uh, 100 million or more, maybe it's no big deal. But uh, if you're worth, le- uh, you know, if your net worth is less than that, or your yearly income is more uh, uh, uh the average American, you got to really watch it. And, and like we said in the past show, like Dan, you pointed out, uh, you know, why buy used when new will do? Uh, no, it's the, it's the opposite. Uh, I mean, yeah. why buy new and used will do? Obviously, you know, like the depreciation, like you want to spend $60,000 on a Tahoe and you drive it off the lot. It's worth $40,000.
0: Yeah. The, the, the depreciation is immediate. Yep. It's almost as bad as a boat not as bad as a boat, though. Not as bad. (laughs) Boats are worse.
1: (laughs) Yeah, we could do a whole show on boat ownership and why you should avoid it. You don't need a boat. You just need a friend with a boat.
0: Ah, that's right. But that's it. If no one's buying new cars, then who's going to... Where are you going to buy your used car from?
1: (laughs) That's true. You, (laughs) You and I are relying on all the crazies who run out and buy a new car they can't afford. Then they realize it. And because of guilt, they trade it in on something more realistic or can't afford the payments. And then we buy it for twenty grand less.
0: Well, that was you, you. You said guilt. That was one of the thing, one of the reasons, one of the five reasons this guy's suggesting not to buy a new car. Guilt. The guilt that you, you really couldn't afford it in the beginning, when you should have been saving for the kids' retire uh, college or your own retirement. Right. There's and a the guilt- there's
1: a honeymoon phase where you're loving life because you've got this new vehicle. Even if it's used, it's new to you, and you're excited about it. But after that wears off, which for some people is a few weeks, for some people it might be a couple of months, but it's the guilt is going to start creeping in after a month, I I bet. Yeah. Typically. And I
0: I think that's a good thing to point out. Another one that he points out, which I find very interesting because um, not many people talk about it, but it's, well, I'll just say what he said. You'll have a lot more stress about it. When you spend more than 10% of your income on a car, you stress levels increase. Mm. because you're going to, and some of the examples you use is like when you go to the Publix and you park in the parking lot, you're afraid someone's going to ding it. So you park far away or, you know, if it gets a scratch on it, you're going to harp about it and be all upset, you know, but scratches happen all the time, you know? Yep. So now you're going to be all stressed about your car instead of just like I do. I don't care if someone hits my car. I'm hoping someone cr- crashes into my car when I'm not in it. Maybe, <laughs> maybe I get a new one, but even then, what am I going to do? I'm going to buy a new ten-year-old car.
1: <laughs> wow!
0: But I don't stress about my car. I don't. And but some people really get into it. My wife yells at me all the time. Why don't you? You know your car? Why? You, aren't you stressed about it? I don't like the sounds it makes. Oh, I know all the sounds. It's like I, 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 it's humming like a kitten, purring like a kitten. Not really. It's like a kitten that's carrying a bag of bolts and nuts around, you know, but <laughs> or tied to its tail, but you know. But I, I know those those noises. But, you, you know, so people stress about cars. That's something that um, yeah. I never thought about before, but I found interesting.
1: Yeah, that's true. The article mentioned that, and I hadn't thought about it, but it's true. It's true. When I first got my Volt, I was really super, super paranoid. And that was always on my mind.
0: That everyone's going to make fun of you?
1: No. Actually, it's really only you that does that, Dan. <laughs> oh, and everyone I work with. But besides that. But Um, you could
0: sneak up on them in the parking lot while in the car and they won't hear it because you can't hear that thing. That's the the least, that's what I don't like about your car the most is you can't hear it if it's on. I'd be cranking the engine over and over. I love,
1: I love that. I love the fact that I can drive around and it's silent. It's awesome. So, um, yeah, and I love the money in my pocket too Uh, and driving by you while I see you filling up that Tahoe at the gas station.
0: Well, yeah. Well, America, you know you, <laughs> America. your battery. Yeah, your battery is going to need to be replaced, and that's going to be like eighty grand. You, you know what?
1: It. That's what my dad always says too. Uh, you <laughs> don't want to buy an electric car because the battery's replaced. Guess what? The battery's uh, warranted for life. So
0: until that car company goes out of business,
1: GM General Motors,
0: yeah. America. All right. Here's another <laughs> question, Tony. Here's another. Did you read this fourth this fourth thing that the guy said?
1: What was about? The-
0: you may want to spend even more money on your car. Did you read that little paragraph? No. It's because when you get a nicer car, you're going to be tempted to get other cars. Oh yeah, yeah. Luxuries. You're going to
1: you may want to spend even more money on your car after you buy it. Right,
0: right. And the example <laughs>
1: This is a the good example, one. Exactly. <laughs> This is, get ready for this, <laughs> listeners, because this is a classic. I know. I've maybe, never even maybe heard I'm
0: of it. I'm the one out of touch here, but I thought this was very I've funny. I've never heard of it. I, could, I actually didn't understand it. No, me. I either. had to reread it. All right, here he goes. <laughs> you might consider getting some nice driving shoes, for example, or a matching chronometer watch for your sports vehicle. What are driving shoes?
1: You might consider getting some nice driving shoes, for example. What? What is
0: a driving shoe? Am I? Is this? I mean, that's. I've heard of driving gloves.
1: I've heard of driving gloves, but never driving shoes. I've never seen somebody pull up in a car and take off their shoes, leaving them in the car, and put on regular tennis shoes, and then go into an establishment. Uh, So I don't know if driving shoes are really a thing.
0: I'm looking up driving shoes now. It looks like there's driving shoes for men and driving shoes for women.
1: Driving um, shoes? That can't be a real thing.
0: Yeah, men's driver's shoes and loafers at Macy's. Driving shoes, racing shoes, and apparel. I mean, the best driving shoes review. Shoes uh, for car enthusiasts. The rules for wearing driving shoes, GQ magazine, 2016 article. Yeah, I'm not going to read that. So... <laughs>
1: yeah, so dry and but, there's a there's a company called Akin, A K I N, Akin and it's akingear.com. It's an entire site, driving sneakers. Shop now. What? Driving sneakers. Maybe, driving is it just sneakers. like
0: fancy rubber that doesn't slip off the brake pad or something? Brake pedal?
1: Um shift driving sneaker. Oh my god. A sneaker that's well, made for it's supposed to be good for shifting in a car.
0: See, all right, so that seems a bit outrageous. <laughs> that I don't is think, outrageous. You know, but, and these but,
1: shoes are these shoes are you know they're eighty five to a hundred dollars each. I mean, why not?
0: But what shoes aren't though? I mean, but then again, so here is the deal. The on further on that paragraph, he you some more down to earth examples, like people that drive a fancy car. They start to pay twenty five dollars for the valet because they want to be seen getting in and out of their car. So I think the point of that little section was that people. If you buy a fancy car, now you're now you're living the fancy life. So you're keeping up with the Joneses type thing, and you're going to spend more on the fancy stuff, extra for the car right. wax and.
1: Right. That you're going to go out thing. and buy a matching watch. Uh, that's
0: well. See, that's just ridiculous. The <laughs> shoes and watch. That's what made me laugh. <laughs> I don't even. I think watches are coming back. I don't have a watch. I used to have a watch, but, but if I'm going to buy a fancy car for $80,000, I don't think I'm going to care if I buy an extra watch, right? That's not. Right. Thing. So, but I think it's more about the trend, not the trend, but the 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 problem of falling into that keeping up with the Joneses, maintaining that fancy-looking lifestyle. And that's something to watch out for, I guess. Some people like it. I mean, everyone can do this. It's not like I'm we're shaming people that buy fancy cars. But the point being this article is saying spend 10% because of these types of things. Um, that is something to consider. Yeah, I think, you got a question. Um, why am I doing this? Why am I buying this fancy car?
1: Yeah. And it says never spend more than 10% of your gross income on a car. Uh, and the, and the, you know, why, why you'll regret not doing that and uh, why you regret paying more for your car. Uh, one thing, uh, you know, maintenance will eat up, like you said, and number two, opportunity cost that money Mm -hmm. that you're, that extra money you're spending on payments each month, you could be putting into, you know, uh, your 401k or an IRA or, you know, Mm -hmm. working with somebody like yourself, Dan, a financial advisor, and you could be investing it for them. And then you'd be taking advantage of compound interest and, you know, making money on your money. Uh, so you're, that's opportunity that's lost. You're going to lose a lot more than just the price of the car and the monthly payment. Because that money could be growing for you, right?
0: That's right. That's the idea. And think of all the driving shoes I can buy because I drive a 13 year old vehicle, <laughs> you know, fancy driving shoes in my uh, car, my Honda Pilot. Um, so we talked. So, what happens now that people have done it? Because everyone's done it. I think most people listening probably spent more than 10% of their gross income on a car, right?
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah. Oh, if we're being real. Yeah, I, I bet 95% of people do that.
0: Right. So it, you know, so you have to buy used. That's the that's the key. But what if you've already bought a car? What do you do now? Do you sell it? Yeah. Or do you do what I do? Which is I'm just going to drive it in the ground. You know, not intentionally, but yeah. I'm going to run it till it can't run anymore.
1: Yeah, if you overspend on a car, there's an you know, you have a number of options and like it says in the article that's a good point. He said he made that same point where if you one thing you can do is drive it long enough so it is of value. You know, if you drive it right. long enough and it lasts long enough, uh then it will be uh then you won't have uh, new car payments. Uh you you maybe can get it paid off. However, um or you can sell it. Uh that's another option. If you make if you feel you've made a mistake and you feel guilty, I spent way too much on a car. I shouldn't have done this. Uh, you know, take a bit of a loss right now, sell it to save on that monthly income. But like you always say, you got to do the math. What mathematically right, is going to save you the most money over the long term?
0: Right. You got, And you don't want to fall victim to the sunk cost fallacy, which we did a show on. Oh, I've already spent so much money on it. I might as well just keep throwing more money at it.
1: Yeah, no, that's you never, know? that's usually never the answer.
0: But the reverse can happen. I can start throwing money into this whole old Honda and i'm like well why don't i just buy a new used car instead of throwing more money to fix this old thing up right so it's always a game it's always a battle it's a financial decision people have to make you have to think about it you can't just go willy nilly right yeah. but uh you know i don't know about 10% i think i think that seems low because you're right you know cuz i'm looking at the the recommendations uh, 10% so if you're if you're in the 25,000 to 50,000 range, you're buying a six to 10 year old used economy vehicle or a scooter. <laughs> <laughs> I love the fact that scooter gets compared to those. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah. You, you have to, you have to, res, if you make too little money, they're saying scooter. It's like, yeah, wow, that's, that's yeah. that doesn't sound like a good option, but
0: no, yeah. just hope it doesn't rain. You know, I, my friend, that's the, That's into cars. He was suggesting that the trend now is people don't even own cars anymore. That's going to be the way of the future. It's going to be all, you know, rental or like subscription. Yep. Like Uber, you know, but and the biggest expense for Uber is the drivers. So if we get autonomous vehicles, maybe people won't even have any vehicle anymore. And they'll just, you know, they'll, they'll just get in a car and take them where they want to go.
1: Yeah. They say the future, it's coming at some point. You know, it, it could be another, you know, fifty or hundred years before technology is really there, or it could be, you know, five years from now. That most I think
0: it'll be in our lifetime that there's autonomous cars going around.
1: Yeah, I think so too. They're working hard on it, and a lot of the biggest, a lot of money's being thrown at it. I mean, if you look at all all the companies that have worked on it, uh, Google, Apple, um, Tesla, uh, all these different companies throwing money at that thing.
0: Well, you think about it. Think about how much people are spending on cars. Yeah. so a lot of money. If you're spending 40000 on a car, if you spread that out uh, through Uber or whatever, you know, the, the alternative, y- there's money to be had in that industry for sure. I wonder if, if, if I did that, if they charge me extra when I take my kids home from soccer practice because they stink. the cleats smell like gross. If I had to pay like a cleaning <laughs> fee.
1: <laughs> yeah. Then the I next person
0: the- getting in an autonomous car would be like, what? was in it's here. funny what your time? mind
1: i love how your mind works dan because most people would never even think about that uh, aspect of it but you're like well wait my kids stink what if what if uh, they get in this <laughs> i have a subscription service and they get in their ride the vehicle comes to pick them up from soccer practice and they all pile in and they're sweaty and stinky and they get mud all over because of their cleats and they're loud and noisy and and uh right. you know
0: there's got to be a fee for that
1: yeah that's well, so funny. Me, you're, you're you're like okay, hidden fees. <laughs> right, that's the fees. financial there's, advisor in you, always looking right, for I'm the hidden looking. fees.
0: Yeah, maybe there's a service there. Maybe that you know cleaning service. All right, so let's let's wrap up because I I think people get the point. Um, yeah. Well, ten percent seems low. I, I mean, it would be nice though because if you think about it, you save six thousand bucks in a year in a car that that goes into an IRA. And compounds for 20 years, you know, you're, you're you're well on your way to starting to save for retirement, right? Oh, yeah. So every little bit counts. So I love the fact that this has been said because everything else is excess, you know. Oh, buy the fancy car. But, you know, this is counterintuitive and not counterintuitive, but counterculture, counter to that fancy yeah. car. Keeping up with the Joneses stuff. I yeah. like it.
1: Yeah, it's uh, conventional. Like it. uh, the conventional thought is, yeah, you need a new car. We need to, you know. You got to buy, you got to keep, you want something really nice, you know? And so, uh, you got to really look at your finances, obviously. Well, this has been a great discussion, Dan. Why don't you let our listeners know you'd be willing to sit down and look at their finances and, and, uh, you know, help them figure out what they can and can't afford and get their uh, ducks in a row. How do they do that?
0: Yeah, if we want, we talk about budgeting for vehicles. That's a big thing for retirees. You oh, know? yeah. I want a reliable car. No one wants a, a an unreliable car in retirement. You know, they don't want that hassle. So, buying new seems like the answer, but probably not. You can buy some used cars that are reliable. Oh, yeah. Save some money, right? Yeah. So, if anyone wants to talk about that, easily give me a call 888 508 5935. If you have any questions about driving shoes, direct those towards Tony. <laughs> but uh, Tony, thanks. For, thank, welcome back. Thanks for the show. And um, yeah, we're going to have to catch up and talk about that other stuff that we, you know, that we, with your parents and everything, I think it's starting to hit home. So thanks again, though, Tony, for a good show. Yeah. And thanks listeners for another Dolphin Financial Radio with us. The topics on this show are wide ranging, yet relevant to people approaching or living in retirement like me. If there is a topic you want to hear on the show, head to dolphinfinancialgroup.com and contact Dan to request your topic or to share your opinion.
1: Dan Mundo or Dolphin Financial Group are not affiliated or endorsed by Social Security or any government agency. Everything discussed on today's show was for informational purpose only. Since everyone's situation is different, some things may not apply to you.